podcast land welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving happy friday to you on this second day of december did you get your shopping done do you have your shopping scheduled (laughs) but i know some people don't get caught up in the hubbub of christmas because they believe it's so commercial but i like celebrating god in various ways so I do get caught up in all the hubbub but I still remember that it's about Jesus's birth the initiation of the promise to restore us back to God and so however you celebrate Christmas I ask that you make it a remembrance of Christ the Christ child and so we'll I'll try to remind you of that every so often in this um this season of our podcasting. Today, we're looking at Psalm 122, and I'll be reading from the New International Version. I rejoice with those who say to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing in your gates, Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built like a city that is closely compacted together. That is where the tribes go up and the tribes of the Lord, the tribes of the Lord, to praise the name of the Lord according to the statutes given to Israel. There stand the thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. May there be peace within your walls and security within your citadels. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, Peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your prosperity. Well, here is another psalm of ascent. And we gain a little more clarity on the rationale behind the theory of these being pilgrimages to Jerusalem. Jerusalem sits on a mountain top, hence why it's an ascent to Jerusalem. And today they're singing about their beloved city of Zion. Jerusalem. Let us go into the house of the Lord. Isn't that amazing? Jerusalem is where the temple um, was, and it represented the presence of God. There, um, that is where they offered sacrifices, but also worshipped. This psalm speaks to their desire to worship their God and their understanding of Jerusalem's uniqueness. I think it's funny how the psalmist speaks to the density of the city, and it is dense. There are narrow streets. I got to visit um, Jerusalem, I want to say back in 2018, I believe it was. And there were narrow streets, very congested. And I wondered how postal workers could find people to deliver their mail. (laughs) But they could. Today, the city remains special to Christians, Jews, and Muslims. The Temple Mount is where Christians and Jews um, believe, and no, it's not, it is believed and it's true that that's where the actual location of the original temple was built. And therefore, there were numerous sites that occurred, you know, within the temple in both the Old and the New Testament. Muslims believe it is where the Prophet Muhammad ascended into the divine. So, all three religions hold this particular place, the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, as sacred. 
if you ever get the opportunity to visit Jerusalem, you will see the original remains of the temple. However, it the Temple Mount is under the control of Jordan, the country Jordan, which is a Muslim country. So we tourists can go there, but not Jews. And I'll just leave it at that for now. Going back to the psalm, this psalm is a psalm of praise and thanksgiving for God's presence in the city and for the city itself. Toward the end, the psalmist offers a blessing on Jerusalem because it represents, as we stated, God's presence and the covenant he made with the children of Israel. They want peace there. Remember, we read a couple of days ago where there was wars going on and they constantly did have to fight wars. And so (laughs) they want peace just like we want peace now, but also the peace that is within our hearts. And so I think our takeaway for this psalm psalm or from this psalm is to determine where our Jerusalem is. Before you are quick to say your church, I want you to remember that when Christ died, the veil of separation was torn in the Holy of Holies in the temple, which now allowed direct access to God. He is no longer strictly experienced in a physical location, but he's now within you. He's within me. Our Jerusalem, therefore, is in our hearts. This is where we experience God as the Holy Spirit reveals and guides him to us and guides us. This is the first and most fertile place where we meet God. And then in an extended experience through corporate worship, we worship in a church. But even then, it isn't the church building. It is the many Jerusalems, you and me, coming together to connect, right? A mosaic that's coming together that makes a larger presence of God seen and experienced through communion and fellowship. When times are tough, remember that you too can ascend to Jerusalem. Read this psalm and thank God for the ability to worship and praise him anywhere. God being in covenant with the children of Israel initially initially started as a mobile. He was a mobile God. The tabernacle was a portable tent structure. And then once they settled in the promised land, they established a hardened structure, the temple in Jerusalem. And through history and whatnot, we know the temple was destroyed. But we always knew it was going to be destroyed. Jesus told us that. And through Jesus Christ, he dismantled that physical structure, right? And it is now within our hearts. God placed himself within the hearts of his people. He's mobile once again. (laughs) Our experience of God is no longer tied to a fixed structure. He lives within us. He lives within you. And that is what you must remember during this season of caring for your loved one. You have the living God within you. So access him and experience his goodness. Experience his strength. And experience and listen and obey to his instruction. All of this will lift you and sustain you through your season of caregiving. Let's pray. 
We thank you, Father, for living in our hearts, for making many Jerusalems within us. And as we go up to meet you, we say thank you and we praise you for being a God who so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son for it and that you so loved the world that in giving us Jesus, you deposited yourself within us so that we are no longer restricted or tied to going to a certain area to do certain festivals, but that we can just praise you in our homes. We can praise you as we drive our cars, as we sit on the bus, as we are taking a train, as we're walking. For we are now your temple. Teach us how to take care of the temple. Teach us how to allow our hearts to constantly be fertile soil so that you can take root and grow in us and we can grow in you. Thank you for being a mobile God now. Thank you for allowing us to have access to you. It is through that access, Father, that we gain our strength, that we learn how to walk in the fruit of the Spirit, that we remember that because you are in us, there isn't anything that we can't do, including this season of caregiving. Give us strength, the caregivers, Lord. Give them strength to continue on. Let them not get so downtrodden with the circumstances of their loved one that they lose hope in you, that they lose hope in themselves, and that perhaps they lose hope in others. Give them a firm foundation and give them peace and give them grace and give them rest. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my podcast family, I want you to remember that you are many Jerusalems. You carry the very presence of God and go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.